calorie counting, avoiding carbs, counting fat grams, cutting out meat, sticking to strict meal times, following food list, feeling bloated, constipated, gassy. This was my life for 20 years. For 20 years of my life, I lived in bondage to thinking about everything I put in my mouth and tons of food rolls. From anorexia and orthorexia to clean eating and every diet in between, I did it all. On the other side of the coin, I spent four years of my life behind bars, living inside treatment centers, where the typical prescription for eating disorders was Pop-Tarts, pizza, Prozac, yes way. Just like symptoms for obesity are treated with what makes the most sense for weight loss, which would be eat less, move more, my symptoms of undereating were treated with what made the most sense for food freedom and weight gain. Processed foods, of course. There was the Pop-Tart epiphany, the day four Pop-Tarts showed up on my hospital tray, and I was forced to eat every single last crumb. There was Operation Twinkie, my first day of eating disorder treatment, Twinkie and Ding Dong Snack Challenge. And there was Egg McMuffin Fridays, every Friday for almost a year. I was forced to eat an Egg McMuffin, followed by takeout pizza the next day, and potato chips and ice cream the next. Repeat. Regardless of what was on my plate, the egg whites, chicken and broccoli, or the Pop-Tarts, the pizza, the egg muffins, the root causes behind my symptoms and my funky relationship with food were still the same. I was completely disconnected with my gut. A, I didn't know how to properly nourish my body or my gut due to all the conflicting information out there. And B, I didn't know how to listen to my body or my gut intuition. Enter intuitive and mindful eating. In order to start learning how to eat intuitively and mindfully, I began with these three things. Number one, eat for your gut bugs. When I learned the life-changing magic of a healthy microbiome for everything from a healthy, thriving immune system to balanced hormones and metabolism to clear brain function, my mind was blown and my body was rocked. I began to see food as a vehicle for helping me feel my best from the inside out. Instead of thinking, oh my gosh, this carb is going to go straight to my thighs or what can't I have versus what can I have, I began to adopt an abundance mindset. A healthy microbiome needs a variety of nutrients. What can I have versus what can't I have should be the question that we're asking when we consider what to eat for health overall. A thriving microbiome requires and loves variety, balance between proteins, fats, and fiber, as well as 80-20 balance, meaning no perfection or a little dirt never hurt. You may have heard about the hygiene hypothesis, the theory that the cleaner we are, the sicker we become. So if we over-sanitize or we stay confined in a bubble like Bubble Boy for all of our lives, when we're exposed to the outside world or to other microbes, we are going to get sicker. Well, I think the same thing can apply for food. The cleaner and more restrictive we are, the sicker and more intolerant we can become to other foods, as well as the weaker our immune system becomes, because the majority of your immune system is in your gut as well. So 
My philosophy with food is a little dirt never hurt, i.e. no perfection. On Friday or Saturday, go out to eat and just get something that you enjoy on that date. Or when in Rome, try the pasta. On your birthday, eat the cake. And move on. Balance, balance, balance. Some foods for a healthy, thriving microbiome as well would be things like bone broths, fermented foods like kimchi, sauerkraut, kombucha. You've probably heard of those before. Plenty of fiber. Anywhere from five to nine servings of veggies per day, well-cooked, can be really awesome for prebiotics that are going to help probiotics stick in the gut, as well as enough protein and healthy fats. So just balance overall from the real food families. Number two hack for learning how to eat more intuitively and trust your body would be do the gut check method. This is a method that I developed when I was healing my own gut as well as overcoming my history of disordered eating from 15 plus years. And it really is simple. Ask yourself these three questions whenever you're trying to decide what to eat or even trying to decide like why you feel how you feel. So the first question is, how do I feel? So I feel hungry or I feel bloated or I feel like pizza. (laughs) Why do I feel this way? So I feel hungry because I haven't eaten in like, four hours. Um, I feel bloated because, hmm, what did I just eat before? Or I feel like pizza. Well, maybe it's because I haven't had enough fat in my diet overall, or I've just in this been in this diet mentality and pizza sounds like it's going to be like a comfort food for me because I've been in restriction mode. So how do I feel? Why do I feel this way? And what do I really need? And that need may be actually physiological. I need something to eat or I need to meet this emotion of say, I'm being super controlling with myself and feeling restricted. Um, I need freedom and more peace. And so those three questions can help you when you're trying to decide what to eat, what shoes to buy even, and how to listen to your gut on like, is this guy that I'm dating even for me? You can use the gut check method in many scenarios, um, I think it's a really great daily muscle to flex within your food as since we're making decisions around food all day, every day. So how do I feel? Why do I feel this way? What do I really need? Lastly, number three hack for eating mindfully and more intuitively would be that 80-20 balance I mentioned a little bit earlier. No perfection. You'll hear me say this again and again because it is so true. It's kind of like the milkshake study where they take two groups and they gave them a milkshake. One group gets the indulgent shake, a 600-calorie milkshake. One group gets the Sensa shake, a 140-calorie milkshake. And the researchers wanted to see what happens to their metabolism when they eat these foods. In actuality, both groups got a 300-calorie milkshake. So the researchers wanted to see not only physically what happened, what also mentally happened when these groups got these different milkshakes. Well, at the end of the study, the group that got the Sensa shake, the diet shake, they, their cortisol went up and their hunger levels went up three more times than the other group. They also felt more like in that diet mentality and restricted mentality. So they feel like they earned it. They were hungrier because of that. And they were just more obsessive around their food and what they had just eaten. Whereas the group that drank the indulgence shake, even though it's still at the same number of calories, They were more satisfied, they felt more nourished, and just like they had a one-and-done treat that was part of the study, thank you so much, we got our good indulgent shake. 
get no difference in the actual milkshake, our belief can change our physiology. So that 80-20 balance is huge because if we feel like we're in restriction or diet mode or that we need to follow a certain food list, what do you think is going to happen for how we feel in our body? Like that bloating that we're feeling, constipated that we're feeling, constipation that we're feeling, stress in general. No bueno. So 80-20 balance, total permission. 80% of the time, eat real whole foods. 20% of the time, let life happen. I honestly never thought that actually eating intuitively and mindfully would be possible until it is. <laughs> so today as a health detective, I absolutely love helping individuals just like yourself become the best version of themselves by feeling good in their own skin too, inside and out. So here is total permission to start trusting your gut instead of all the noise out there. Well, that's all for today. If you're liking my channel, make sure to hit the subscribe button and tune in to the latest insights that you will not find on Dr. Google. Until next time, peace out.